The name's Chase Faro, though some would call me Carlos. I'm your storyteller. If you're new to the Orbis Theorem, no worries. Jump in right here. You can always catch up later if you like. This is Tales from the Orbis Etherum, Season 2, Episode 26, King of Elysian. Guardian, the tall humanoid mech piloted by Parker Grace, clashes with the crazed Jar Eltrun. The Demon God, a title Parker is no longer certain fits, lashes out with Ethermancy, channeling Ether into energy blasts. Jarl Troon does not employ the potent telekinesis she used before. Either rage or the efforts of the lighthouse's denizens have rendered that power inert. Parker is thankful either way, pummeling Jarl Troon with metal fists and heavy weaponry. Jarltrun's minions burn away, sublimating into a sickly gas as ether obliterates them. That same ether burns at the demon god, and the longer the fight goes on, the more of an advantage Parker gains. This is over, Jarltrun! Parker roars, Guardian speakers amplifying her voice. Your attack on this station? Your attack on our reality? It all ends here! Guardian strikes again and again, sending Jarltrun hurtling around the thankfully evacuated A&E sector. Soon enough, the demon god takes a knee, clutching her head in agony. You fool! She shouts at Parker. Imbecile! Moron! Do you know what you've done? He's breaking free! Jarl Troon's pained scream sends a shiver up Parker's spine. I I don't want to die, Jarl Troon pleads. Help me, Parker Grace! He he warped me! I only wanted to help. I wanted to help my children! Ah! Jarl Troon falls to the ground, roaring in agony. Then... She stops, and the fiery aura surrounding her, the telltale sign of ether attempting to purge an invader, vanishes. Her wounds close, her eyes open, and she stands, healthy, alive and well, dusting herself off. Oh wow, how long has it been? Jarltrun says, with a tone, a cadence, that is totally unlike Charles Troon. What has it been, millennia, eons? It's like forever since I've had the chance to stretch. Oh, hey, Parker Grace, right? The demon god's voice lost its echo, but Parker does not like what replaced it. Who are you? She asks. That is a Fantastic question, the being inhabiting Jarltrun's body says excitedly. Tell me, how much do you know about the gods that existed before the Orbis? A nervousness, 
a feeling of overwhelming anxiety that Parker has not felt since the events on the lighthouse started hardening her, suddenly bubbles within. Well, here's the thing. You, you, uh, you called Miss El Eltrune here. She, she's dead, by the way. It's my body now. A demon god. See, that's a bit of a misnomer. She's no god, no demon either, but that's complicated. I am a god, though. Like, a genuine, bona fide one. Actual god. In fact, I'm I'm kind of sort of their... their king? Well, I was their king. It was a long story, but let's go with king. Yeah, a king is the right term. Parker swallows hard. What should she do? Strike now? Blindside this strange being? But said strange being hasn't exactly taken any sort of aggressive action. Might as well ask, she thinks. Then, out loud, Charles Troon was a threat to the Orbis. Are you, stranger? A threat? No, 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 of course not! The king responds. Look, look, Ether isn't attacking me. See? I, I don't got that aura. Ether, Ether likes me, I think, if I do say so myself. No, no, I'm not a threat, Parker Grace. I'm not here to destroy your home, your reality, your very existence. Parker relaxes. Just a bit. Perhaps there's nothing to worry about? No, 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 I mean... Okay, I am going to rewrite your reality a bit. Change a few rules of physics here. Cull a few unnecessary populations there. Basically what Jarl Trun was going to do, but a lot more stable. All proper-like. Let's call these modifications. Yeah, I like modifications. Because I'm the king now, Parker Grace. The name is Cronus. Eons ago, I was the boss. Until the other gods disagreed with a few of my methods, banished me into otherworldly planes, forced me to manifest inside a human woman's mind. You know, that old thing. Really dumb move, if you ask me, because I ran an orderly universe, Parker. An orderly universe. The Orbis Ethereum, it's already, like, halfway where I want it to be. Anywho, thanks again for freeing me. Hopefully you'll survive my coming purge. We'll do lunch. It'll be... Parker has heard enough. And Guardian unloads on Cronus. A powerful, mighty barrier prevents any of Guardian's attacks from touching the king. Hey, that's not bad, Parker. The god, the proper god, compliments. Tweak that tin can a bit more? We can have us a good sparring match, I think. Like, I, I think you'll still lose, but... It'll at least be hard to beat you. Anywho, see you later. Bye. A beam of light envelops Cronus. And when it disappears, Cronus is gone. Parker, within Guardian, processes it all. Ether didn't attack them, she observes, pulling up some readings from outside the station. But, but the Orbis isn't better. Why isn't Ether attacking Cronus like it did Jarl Troon? Outside the lighthouse, the Orbis Ethereum has not healed. Streams of violent ether still trace the entire Orbis. The infinite wall, Orbis Edge, pulsates. 
its entire integrity in flux. Elsewhere, there are frightening, lethal effects. The world of Phogos, that tiny, hot, rocky little research post of a world, is undone. It is racked with explosions and crumbles to dust. It and its inhabitants dead. And if Cronus is not stopped, the same fate awaits other worlds and their people. Battered, bruised, exhausted, Parker Grace collapses in bed, back in her quarters for the first time in a while. She knows full well she'll be called upon to help save existence from the reborn king of gods. But for now, for now, Parker sleeps. That's it for this episode and for this season. As I mentioned in the last couple episodes, I'm taking an extended hiatus. It'll be one to three months. It might even be longer than three months. I need time to recuperate. I need time to handle some real life affairs, some real world affairs. I need time to work on the novelizations of this. I need time to work on other novels I want to go out and publish. I need time to reorganize all my thoughts and my story points and my little internal notebooks and whatnot. I I need some time, so I'm going to take some time. Uh, however, rest assured that the audio version of this podcast, even if I... Uh, the novels will will not be free, but this audio podcast will remain free for as long as it lasts. I want to thank any listeners, new or or ongoing or ancient, if you will, for sticking with me. Uh, the fact that there that anyone listens to this at all just moves me. And your feedback is something that I would love more of because it sustains me. I wouldn't need food if I had your feedback. I'm at orbisetherum.com. O-R-B-I-S-A-E-T-H-E-R-U-M dot com. On social media, I'm at Orbisotherum on Twitter and Orbisotherum on Google+, Facebook, and Tumblr. This podcast is also on YouTube and Vimeo. Just check the podcast description for links. I always love hearing from my listeners, and I especially love positive reviews. Go to where you found this podcast, leave one, it'll help me out. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, TuneIn Radio, and Pocket Casts. I'm on all of those. Just search for Tales from the Orbis of Therum. I slot right into whatever device it is you listen to podcasts from. As always, and sincerely, I thank you so much for listening. Until we meet again. <laughs>